0: Welcome to the Mindful Gal Podcast, my sweet friend. My name is Alyssa Rattery, and I am the gal behind the Mindful Gal. I am a human design reader, mindset coach, and certified health coach. Here on the Mindful Gal Podcast, I chat about all things spiritual wellness, intentional living, human design, mindset personal development, and so much more. My intention is to inspire you to live an aligned, feel-good life because that is what we are all worthy of. I love to share impactful tools, methods, and practices that help you elevate your life and being and that you can start implementing in your life right now. My other intention is to really inspire you to show up in life as your best self living with intention so that you really can live out the life you are meant to live in a way that feels uniquely good to you. So welcome to the Mindful Gal community my friend. I am so honored, happy and grateful to have you here. Let's chat. Hello, hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to the Mindful Gal podcast. I am so happy to have you here today. I'm coming back from a very unexpected month off from the podcast. Um, All is well here. I hope all is well with you too, and that this year has been off to a great start, I was feeling really inspired by the new year, which I shared in um, the Aligning to 2022 episode. And I just had a ton of ideas come in. I'm doing some shifts in my business. And I sort of went into this major hibernation mode, which I really wasn't expecting. So I apologize for being a little more quiet, but we are back. I have um, a few episodes planned out, so we'll get back to being a little more consistent. But I'm sharing this to also... Remind you and encourage you that it is okay to go in hibernation mode. Take the time you need to care for yourself or do some extra work behind the scenes. Just never feel bad about caring for yourself. Um, Everything was actually really good in my personal life. I was just really focused on um, the mindful gal and setting goals for this year. I have some really exciting projects I'm bringing in. I recently just launched Reiki to come in my practice as well. So I've been expanding and really focusing on that. But let's get right back into the podcast. I'm so happy to be chatting with you today. And episode number 36, I am going to be talking about the compound effect of our habits. And felt really inspired to share about this because it's something I've been working through in my own life. It's something I have a little more awareness about and I think it can be really beneficial for you too. So I am going to be talking about this concept of the compound effect when it comes to our habits. I've I think I've mentioned this concept before on the podcast. It's also a very well-known concept, um, but I'm going to put my own mindful gal spin on it and also going to get into how to know when you actually need to change up your habits, um, when you need to elevate them, and how to know maybe if things are a little too stagnant. And then I'm going to share some simple steps on how to use the compound effect while also elevating your habits. So let's just get right into this. Um, and so let's start with first, what exactly is the compound effect? I first heard about this from Darren Hardy's book that's literally called The Compound Effect. Let me be totally honest, I own it and I've never read it. Um, it really, for some reason, it doesn't appeal to me. Um, I don't know why, um, but I've like have a brief synopsis of what it is. Um, so I highly recommend if it's something that you're interested in, you can purchase his book. But he really focuses more on. Um, how to use the compound effect when it comes to your income, your life and your success, which I think is all great things. But as I said, I'm putting my mindful gal spin on this. So if you were to Google what the compound effect is, it's really the strategy of reaping huge rewards for small, significant actions. And this is something that's right up my jam because I love doing things that are simple, but effective, that really don't take a lot of effort, they're kind of easy, but help us feel really good, elevate our lives, and just help us feel better. Because you guys know, that's what I'm all about. And so really, the compound effect is doing these small little things that has some sort of bigger impact. And we usually don't realize this in the moment. Um, It's something I strongly believe. It's something I've noticed in my own life. And it's really that our everyday habits, what we're doing on a daily basis, really does add up over time. And it's usually those things that we do on a daily basis, we really don't realize the impact they have on us until it's like months later or sometimes years later. And you're like, wow, that has actually really been influencing my life. And either it's had this really great impact on your life, or maybe you're like, I can't believe I wasted all that time on that certain thing. While I always believe there's never wasted time because we are always experiencing things as part of life that can help you gain perspective, but there are some things that you're like, wow, that really wasn't serving me. And I spent a lot of time doing that. And I think it's important to be aware of that. And I think the steps I'll share at the end of this episode will really help. But I really do like the idea of the compound effect. Um, I think it's a great way of thinking things and something great to focus on. Because I have kind of realized through life that sometimes when we do these small things, It's almost as like, why am I doing this? You can't see the bigger picture yet. And I'm sometimes a really bigger picture gal. (laughs) Uh, So I think when you can focus on the compound effect and that these small things are going to have bigger rewards and um, that can really help you keep going. I think um, a really common example of the compound effect um, would be like you're working out and eating clean. It's one of those things that you do not experience instant results. Um, and you don't get in shape instantly, or if your goal is to lose weight or um, to clean up your diet, you don't see instant effects. It's two months, three months, six months, years down the line that you're like, wow, you know, choosing to have water in the morning before I have coffee has radically changed my life. Or doing 30 minutes of daily movement has radically shifted my mood. Or going to bed earlier at night has really shifted my energy level. And it's all these little habits that you probably aren't experiencing these amazing results right away. But it's months down the line, weeks down the line, years down the line that you're like, wow, that thing has had an impact on me. And I use the example of the coffee, of having water before coffee, because about five months ago, I completely gave up caffeine. I've shared this on the podcast before that I tend to have a toxic relationship with caffeine, and it actually goes against my human design to have a caffeine addiction. That's my red flag that I'm living out of design, and I realized a few months ago that I was just in this toxic relationship of caffeine. So I have now switched to, I basically only drink water and teas just because that's what I like. I don't like soda um, and I don't like flavored drinks really. And I have significantly noticed a difference that when I get up first thing in the morning, I will have a big glass of water. I've actually been doing that for years and it has really helped me. I find myself um, feeling more hydrated I feel more energized and it really sets me up for the day. And I feel that is one of the compound effect, compound, excuse me, one of the habits I have in my life that really has a compound effect. That's what I'm trying to say in my life. The same with doing daily movement and my mindful habits. The other aspect that I think is really beneficial, the compound effect, is a lot of times it's all these small little habits we're doing that work together, that can really support us together, that maybe if we were doing them one here or there, or we weren't doing them all, they maybe would not have the biggest effect that they do. But when we are prioritizing habits that support us in feeling good, and they may feel small, maybe not as insignificant, but when you do them together, they have a really big impact on our overall well-being. And I really think about the mindful habits that I do on a daily basis, um, which really includes taking time to just be. Um, One of the biggest mindful habits I do is journaling. I journal almost every single day. There's some days I miss, but I probably have been doing that for 15 years now. And this has had a compound effect in my life because I can notice on the days that I don't do it. I feel like my mind's really cluttered. I feel a little more stressed. Um, I feel like a lot's going on. Where on the days I do journal, I feel a little lighter. I feel a little centered. I found a way to release my thoughts that are in my head. Another mindful habit that I've really been trying to incorporate is having more fun and play. Um, I do go through these modes where I get too into work and the doing. But I've really been trying to tap into that inner child Um, energy. And my goal actually for 2022 is doing at least one activity a week that supports my inner child. And for me, my inner child really loves doing arts and crafts literally when I was a child, I always wanted to be an artist. Um, and I really lost that kind of inner artisticness inside of me as I grew up, as I got conditioned, as I just, you know, shifted. And now I realized I really am a creative person and I do really like doing arts. So I've been getting really into water painting, color by numbers, so I've been doing one activity a week, just as a starting point, and I have noticed a shift in myself. I usually do it on the weekends. It really helps me decompress from the week. Um, the other example is daily movement. Um, this has really helped me because this past three months I have sort sure of shifted my exercise routine, where I'm still doing a lot of strength training, but I've also incorporated yoga, and I have found that these little activities of moving my body have really supported me, but also with adding in the journaling, having more fun, having water in the morning, all of these habits have had a serious compound effect on my well-being and helped me feel better. So that's why I am encouraging you to find what habits you can implement in your life that will have a compound effect. And I think it's sometimes the simplest stuff I say it all the time. It's the simplest sometimes, simplest things that can sometimes have the biggest effect on us. And so I will share at the end my little method of how to figure out, you know what habits you should be doing. But I also want to talk about how it is great to have routines, rituals, how I'm all about that. That is like I thrive off of having a set routine. But I think it's also really great to take time to reflect on our lives and what we're spending our time doing and seeing if maybe things need to shift. Because I have found for myself, this is something I've been working through, that I've had a very set routine on the specific habits and routines I do on a daily basis. And some of them, like my journaling I've been doing for 15 years, I just know it's something I'm never going to give up because I feel so good after doing it. But there's certain other activities I realized I was spending my time doing that I was like, I don't necessarily know if this supports me anymore. Because that's the thing. Life is constantly changing. We're constantly shifting. We're constantly growing and evolving in some way. And if we're shifting, shouldn't our habits be shifting too? And that's something I've been thinking more about. Uh, how, if I'm evolving, doesn't my habits need to evolve? My routines need to evolve. How I'm spending my time need to evolve. I've really been feeling this in my business because I'm my business is sort of evolving and growing, and. Some things I was spending more time doing aren't necessarily in alignment anymore, and it happens on a personal level as well, and so I think it's really important for all of us to really have this reflection time and ask ourselves, does this support the goals I'm working towards, the dreams I'm working towards, the person I'm trying to be, because if we're doing all these little habits that we're expecting to have a compound effect, but maybe they're just not right for us anymore, then we need to take a look at that. And I want to share kind of a little more of a personal example when it comes to the daily movement. Um, You know, three months ago, I said I started adding in yoga and I really started adding it in because I used to be extremely hard on myself to strength train, do cardio. And sometimes I just didn't feel energetically up to it. And I, have been told for years you should try out yoga it's one of the most mindful things you can do and i had so much resistance towards it i took one class and it didn't feel good um i think it's probably because i needed to do it more and i woke up three months ago and had this major realization i was like i want to do yoga I got up and I was like, for some reason, had this deep desire to like do yoga. So I went on YouTube, found this amazing person who I really liked, started doing her beginner classes and have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I really realized that something I'm trying to incorporate in my life is more flexibility and flow. And I had this aha moment that yoga has been this physical, tangible example to me Of being flexible and bringing flow into your life and so I have incorporated this into a habit into my daily life I don't do it every single day, but I do do it frequently now And I have noticed the compound effect it's had on my life Because there are days when i'm just feeling really down and low or a lot of tension in my body Because I tend to hold tension in my body. We all do especially in our energetic field And i've noticed that yoga really helps me with it and so that is just an example of how I really looked at what did I need to bring into my life to support me And really create new habits that can support me in the next level I'm trying to work towards. And I really want to add in here, because I want to be mindful of this always, that we have to be extra kind to ourselves and supportive to ourselves, that we are not going to be on all the time. We're not going to be doing all the habits and rituals every single day. This is about being kind to yourself, showing up when you can, and taking time to rest when you need to. But let's kind of get into these simple steps I want to share that you can use to really create a compound effect in your life while also elevating your habits as you go. Because I have experienced and truly believe that the compound effect actually happens, but it can happen even more when we are elevating our habits when they need to. So the first little step to this method, I'm calling it, is to really get clear on what you desire. What are you trying to work towards in your life? And I personally like to focus on emotions and feelings that I'm always working to feel more freedom, joy, expansion, bliss, healthiness, those type of feelings I'm always working towards. Or there may be physical goals I want to reach this specific goal in my business, or I want to do this specific thing, or I want to do this specific activity. So setting very specific goals, but actually asking yourself, what do you want? What do you desire? Because when's the last time you actually sat down and honestly answered that question? You didn't hold back on the shows, the was, the couldas. You just said, If anything was possible, what do I desire? How do I wish to feel in my life? I also like to sometimes ask myself, what is the best version of myself that I'm working towards? Because that's one of my biggest goals is to continually keep evolving and growing so that I can be my best self. And for me, being my best self is the part of me that feels really good, serves others, and is making a loving impact on this world. And so I'm constantly trying to evolve to that person. And so when you can get clear on what you actually desire in your life, what are the goals, the dreams you're working towards, you then can kind of set a game plan. Because if you are randomly just doing things in your life, Sure, maybe you're being extremely spontaneous and that's a habit you need to do. That, I think that's great. But I think when we can focus our intention on specific things that we know are going to support us in some sort of way, that's really great. That's what intentional living is all about. And I do want to say, because I want to, again, make sure I'm mindful with how I'm saying this, that doesn't mean every single thing you do has to have this major outcome. Because, as I said, one of my habits in life is to do one art and craft project a week. And the purpose of that is to literally spend time with my inner child and bring me joy. That's not, I'm finishing some sort of project. I'm getting this like tangible outcome. It's just about the feeling. So I invite you to think that way as well. And so once you kind of have this desire, you can then kind of break it down and be like, I wonder what habits would support me getting to this outcome. Now, this doesn't mean you have to have everything figured out because the beautiful part of life is it usually works out totally different than we expected, which is the amazing, wonderful ride of life. But if you can maybe ask yourself, if I already had this outcome, if I was already living this certain way, I already had this dream, I already was living this feeling, what would I be spending my time doing? What habits and routines would this person be doing? And sometimes this takes some inner work and effort to actually think about this because sometimes it can feel like a leap to be like, okay, um, if my dream is to be more flexible in my life and have more flow, what would that version of Alyssa be doing? She would be doing yoga. She'd still be journaling and she'd be probably more spontaneous. (laughs) And so- Once you can kind of come up with these ideas, it can be kind of helpful. And I also like to do an inventory of what are the habits and routines you're already doing? What are you already spending your time doing? And asking yourself, does this actually support my goal? Does it support me in being more flexible? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And really taking a look at that. I also think it's um, important to recognize that our habits and rituals can change from day to day. This is something else I've been playing around with is I think it's a good idea to have a like just the whole realm of, of um, habits and routines, like different ones that you pull from. I think it's good to have some significant ones that you follow day to day. And I know for some of you, maybe having routines and habits does not appeal to you at all, but I think it's good to have some sense of them, you know, whether it's a light morning routine or at least an evening routine to decompress, or you just have a gratitude routine, have something, but no. That's okay for those to change day to day. That's what I've been playing around with. It's really asking myself, what habit do I need to do today to support myself? And that is just a really great question. And our body knows best, our inner knowing knows best. So we really have to listen to the answer we get. And the final kind of part of this method that I shared is to really keep reevaluating, keep reevaluating if these habits you are doing on a daily basis, how you're spending your time is actually helping you move forward or supporting you in feeling good, um, and I think that's extremely important. And so I know this was kind of a blend of both things of really the compound effect and knowing when it's time to elevate your habits. I think they're both really great to be mindful of. And really what I'm trying to encourage you to realize and embody in your own life is that the small and insignificant things are usually the really big things that can have a positive effect on our life. I shared what maybe seemed a silly example on my Instagram story the other day that I made this really delicious yogurt bowl. It was like yogurt, raspberries, cacao chips, bee pollen, I think I had a few other things in there and it looked really luxurious and it tasted really luxurious. And it was this really simple act where on a Tuesday afternoon, I had it and I was like, what a treat it felt like. That had a compound effect because later that day I felt amazing. I felt really good. I also had some tea with it. I then did daily movement. I'd already journaled, and it all supported me and my well being. So I invite you to create habits like that that can support you, but always keep reevaluating is this actually helping me feel good, or am I just doing it to do it? so I hope this episode brought you some encouragement my sweet friends it was so wonderful to chat with you I will be back next week with a new episode so stay tuned be sure if you are not follow me on instagram at the mindful gal I would love to connect with you there but I hope you have a wonderful day be well my sweet friend